Hello and welcome into another edition of 90 Day Our Way. I am one half of your host. I am Jonathan. Full name. Wow. Uh, I'm the other half. I'm Lindsay. And thank you all for joining us yet again as we had a very good episode of 90 Day. I thought we had some weddings, some more pranks, and a little bit of everything kind of mixed in. I can't wait for the season to be over. Wow. Um, I don't know how they're going to fill two hours next week with three couples. Well, we'll probably we'll probably get into how Kara and Guillermo are doing. I hope so. I've missed them. It's been one episode, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get to like stuff after the wedding. I don't know. That usually doesn't happen because then we have the tell-all. They'll have to do something. I don't know. Like if Ari, I get Ari like Binny a little bit, if like, I get a full like 45 minutes of Jabri and Miona, I'm <laughs> going to jump off our house. I'm not even kidding. Get the satellite dish while you're up there. I'm giving him the dirtiest, <laughs> like you guys can't see. Um, I found something out about Jabri today, which I'll bring up in their segments. Oh, I'm intrigued. Um, but it really ties into the whole, like, everything with them is scripted, so. Oh, okay. Well. Shout out to 90 Day Reddit. <laughs> Thanks, Reddit. The goat right there. Reddit is the goat. Um... But let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Who do you want to uh, start with? Let's get with uh, Bilal and Shida. And Ooh. <sighs> so <laughs> before it started, as we were getting ready, I said to Lindsay, I was like, you know, it's been a while since an episode has started with Bilal and Shida. Yeah. So every, I'm pretty sure it's going to. So every episode, we try to guess like who we're going to start with. And right off the bat. John was like Bilal and Shida and I was like I was like oh I don't know like Thais and Patrick are like really going through it right now like maybe Ari and Vinny because they're getting married no Bilal and Shida as usual it's been a while it's been a while we I have to go back in my notebook which I realized our first episode we started like writing notes down and stuff was in April 24th on April 24th (laughs) not in April 24th and the fact that we've been watching these couples for four months, I'm over it. Yeah, they got to speed it up a little bit. Definitely, like, as we said last week, too, there are some, some filler stuff in there. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. So we start off the episode with Bilal and his daughter talking. And Bilal's daughter says she's getting used to things. And she's really happy to see her dad happy, which is nice to see. And she even says at the end, she says, if it is good for you, then it is good for me. I still want to see this TikTok that they performed together. Hasn't popped (laughs) up on my For You page yet. So pretty upsetting. But I feel like Bilal could get down with the TikTok dances. Yeah, I feel like he would use it as like a marketing tool for his business. 100%. Instead of just, like, doing it for fun, he's like, how can I monetize this? How do you get a 3% rate on your mortgage? One. <laughs> While he's, like, dancing the freaking Doja Cat dance or some shit like that. Um. Anyway, so they're having the wedding at home. Which is nice. Very nice. Uh, good business uh, 
strategy <laughs> decision. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Saving some cash. Um, And Bilal's sister is there. Which, by the way, I found it very strange that, like, Bilal and his daughter are, like, doing TikTok dances in, like, their little den area. And Shida is sitting on the floor in the living room scrubbing crystals. Like, actual crystals, not, like... Well, she's getting things ready for the wedding. Why isn't her husband helping her? Father-daughter time. Give me a fucking break. Anyway, um, so Bilal's sister is there, and she's like, hey, like, the wedding dress is ready. Like, why don't you come up? And, like, Shida is souped. She is pumped. So <laughs> she comes upstairs and just stares at the dress and doesn't say a word. It's pretty ugly. Like, not going to lie. But I don't know if it was the style that was ugly. It just looked like it would, she would be swimming in it. Like, it looked yeah. really, really big. For sure. So, <laughs> she doesn't say a word. They give it kind of like that awkward pause. And then Shida comes out and says, this is not the style I sent you. And Bilal's sister is like, well, I thought this would look better on you. And a lot of times my clients don't know exactly what they want. So... I kind of take it upon myself. I was like, what kind of designer are you to like not (laughs) listen to your clients and just be like, well, I know better. So that's something I wrote down. Yeah, I thought (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. But uh, and Shida's like, this is not, you know, what I asked for. And they kind of go back and forth a little bit. And then it gets like a little awkward. And we're like, hmm, maybe this is another prank? I straight up told Jonathan before this episode, because I was making brownies, and I was like, I bet you anything that this is a prank. <laughs> and John's like, no, I don't think so. Like, that would be too weird. That would be too much. I'm like, I bet you it's a prank. So, it's not the real dress. And can I just say... What the fuck is with this family and pranks? Like, Like, this is not the time for pranks. For real. So, like, Bilal pranks Shida the first day she's in America with that house. And then on, like, the second to last day that they have to get married, his sister is pranking her. And their pranks are, like, sentimental value to them. So, like, they're trying to, like, make her look bad for being, like... Why are you pranking me? I just don't understand. Like, how is that a prank? Like, two days before your wedding and you say, like, oh, here's your ugly ass dress. Like, here you go. Like, fuck that. I don't know how Shida puts up with this family. I don't know how Shida does anything with this family. Because it doesn't seem like a family I want to be a part of where every little thing is a prank. Not even little thing. Every huge thing is yeah, a prank. Yeah, I was going to say, like, these aren't small things. These are, like, major things. And I will say, <laughs> this family needs Prank Sinatra. Prank and if, Sinatra. And if you don't know who Prank Sinatra is, it's Winnie the Bish from New Girl. But <laughs> you know in New Girl how they're always, like, too small man or like way too big like these are way too big. way too big way too big so we need winnie the bish to come in and show him some small stuff 
and so, but that's that's a side note. But yeah, this this family in the pranks in like these major situations, they just gotta chill out and relax with them. I mean, the dress that Blau's sister makes like actually looks really nice, and yeah. it looks like something like Shido would wear, and it's very form fitting, and like I think she's gonna look absolutely beautiful in it. But it wasn't a prank. Like it's not funny. No one was laughing. Like, <laughs> haha, no. It wasn't funny. Oh god. Um, so then the second scene we see with that, or just with Shida, I should say, is her two younger sisters are actually in town for the wedding. They are doing their studies in New York. So they came down for the wedding and unfortunately her the rest of her family isn't able to come because the borders are closed in Trinidad. Um, you know, the smart thing that a country does when there's a global pandemic, but whatever. Um, and so they are getting their nails done for the wedding. Yeah, and they start talking about, you know, how things are going with Shida and Bilal and everything. And one of her younger sisters says how American men are very cocky. And think they know it all. I was like, that is Bilal. That <laughs> is Bilal. Like, they've never met. They've never met Yeah, this her guy. one sister never met Bilal. And it's like, they know him already. And uh, the younger sister <laughs> that did meet him was like, yeah, that's Bilal. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, but her sisters and her family didn't agree with the prenup situation either. Um, but then Shida does tell them how Bilal claims that he's added the things into the prenup that she wanted, like the help with her business, having a child before 40. So hopefully those things are in there. And she does say that she doesn't like to read, but she's going to read to make sure that those things are in, in fact in there. So the best part of this entire scene... Yeah, I was leaving this to you. ...is... Um, Shida's youngest sister which I'm guessing is her youngest because she looks really young um <laughs> straight up says that after the wedding she's just gonna blast Kanye West's gold digger <laughs> it'd be like such a dig at Bilal and Bilal's family like talk about a prank that's a prank because it's funny I <laughs> and it's not really like hurting anyone's feelings to the max I really hope this happened obviously they can't show it on TLC because of like copyright and I'm sure yay is like doesn't want his songs on 90 day fiance <laughs> but maybe yeah. he does because he's just a, a it's money it's money true um but I was just imagining when she said that like her single-handedly like going to the DJ or like holding up a speaker and just playing gold digger. <laughs> be so funny. That would be amazing. So that is a prank. They yeah. need to do that. Or if they don't have a DJ, they just have like uh like an iPhone like on the stand <laughs> like connected to the speakers and she's like, "Yo, give me the aux. Give me the aux cord." <laughs> and just like plugs it in and it starts blasting. Uh it'd be it'd be pretty funny. So but yeah, that was hilarious. We both started just la actually legitimately laughing. Honestly, the it was the best part of their scenes like all season long. Um, but yeah, they're getting married next week, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. So, but yeah, it was not all blau for their segments, which Thank was God. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Which was a positive um but yeah we'll see what happens with the wedding next week at the house 
And I mean, hopefully things work out and those things are in the prenup and Bilal adheres to Shida's things as much as she does to his. True that. Um, let's go to Emily and Kobe. Oh, I'm saving the weddings for last. Um, the two weddings, the two weddings, which like, what the fuck? Like we got a second wedding this episode. I was so confused. (laughs) I have a lot to say about this. Um, we're probably going to leave that wedding to last. Fired up. Um, so Emily and Kobe. They're setting up for the wedding. And I hope Kobe fucking runs. I am so happy. I'm so loud today. I'm so sorry, guys. I am so happy that like Kobe is with his son and like they're having another baby for Kobe to actually be there. But that man needs to fucking run. Run as fast as he can to Columbus, Ohio, and never look back. Kate Bush running up that hill. All right. Um, (laughs) So they're setting up for the wedding, and they are heading to Emily's grandmother's house for a a final dinner. Yeah, it's like a rehearsal. Yeah, rehearsal, welcome dinner kind of thing. Uh, We know that Emily's parents... Still don't know about the pregnancy. But Emily has a plan for her alcohol. So don't worry about it. They're never going to catch on. Yeah, she's got those O'Douls or St. Pauli girls that looks like I've never... Okay, hold up a second. (laughs) Listeners, have you ever heard of St. Pauli's girls? O'Douls? Oh, O'Douls, obviously. Yes, it's like that. It looks like a Heineken. No one has ever heard of St. Pauli's girls. Well, I have. Then it has to be a Rhode Island thing. It's definitely not. What? I've never. I've heard of Old Duels before, obviously, and now they have like Heineken Zero and like Budweiser, Budweiser yeah. Zero or whatever the hell. Yeah, it's, it's to make it look like you're drinking when you're not. Well, it still has alcohol in the- it. It's like a replacement, though. Like, well, if you're sober, you shouldn't be drinking yeah, those things. Correct. Correct. Um. But they have their. But I've never heard of St. Pauli's girls. And they had the sleeves Who to like is cover Saint it. St. Pauli, by the way, like St. Paul the Apostle. You have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not religious. I don't know. I went to Catholic school, so. Nope. Um. So anyway, so there's been so much drama this week, um, and Kobe thinks like they should only be concentrated on one thing, and that's her pregnancy. Yeah. Which no one knows about. (laughs) So they get to grandma's house. And one thing I noticed that was a little strange, if you will, was that everyone there when they entered was pretty much all wearing masks. Yet they were drinking alcohol and they're in Kansas. So I wrote mask on, mask off. Okay, not Dakota. What's this face? Future. Future. Thank you. Uh, I wrote mask on, mask off, on the chin, question mark. Like they're eating, they're drinking, all that stuff. The one thing that I thought about now is maybe it was like a production thing because maybe they couldn't get like everyone tested before they filmed. So they were like, hey, wear the mask. Yeah. Like if you're near the cameras or anything like that. That's fair. Um. That's the only thing I can really think of. But it was yeah. just weird. Like, either wear the mask or don't wear the mask. If you're eating, 
I guess social this, distance. Yeah, like this, I don't know. This is also from a while back, so yeah, it's definitely like in the winter time. I would say yeah. so. Maybe like Omicron was going around around Christmas, so I don't know. But Emily, Kobe, and her parents are all wearing like Cameroonian garb. Yeah, they're they're outfits from the grassland region of Cameroon, which is where Kobe's parents are from. Yeah. Um, they look dope AF. They looked so good. And he was even saying like how lucky he felt that Emily's parents were wearing the outfits and supporting him, which I think is pretty big too, considering it doesn't really seem like they've been that supportive <laughs> through yeah, all of this. Yeah, exactly. So it was definitely uh, really nice to see that they were wearing uh, the outfits. Yeah, and they were like embracing Kobe and his culture. And something I read on 90 Day Twitter is that uh, Kobe actually obviously bought these in Cameroon and spent over $600 for the whole family um, and brought them all the way over from Cameroon. So wow. he's obviously been thinking about this for a while and, you know, I'm happy to see them embracing it. Definitely. Um, so Emily is like enjoying the rehearsal dinner and she starts like freaking out <laughs> and like questioning <laughs> it all. And I truly don't understand why. Yeah, she... She's still feeling uneasy about the wedding. And then her and Kobe are, they go outside and they're talking like in these little rocking chairs. And Kobe straight up asks, do you feel like I am here for a certain benefit? Emily doesn't respond. There's like an awkward pause. And then Kobe responds with, that's insulting. So, okay, I didn't really understand this scene because we have seen this before from Kobe and Emily where like she's questioning like his reasoning for being in America and like we haven't seen those conversations before I mean mainly their storyline has just been like how awful she is to him <laughs> yeah so I feel like they're just trying to stir up drama before the wedding um but at the same time like Kobe tells her to fuck off and it was hilarious so yeah and I mean Kobe's done everything that's been asked of him and more and he's left everything behind and he even says like Emily like still doubts things and like how can you still doubt this guy after everything he's done you like did the whole ring thing he didn't leave or do anything like all of these things just constantly building and building and he's you know continuing to roll with the punches like, this man in the past 90 days, she has, on day one, kept him from seeing his son that he hasn't seen in 18 months, or never met before. Yep. Um, bought her own ring, like Jonathan said. Uh, didn't allow him to sleep in the bed. Had warm-ass beers from her dad. And <laughs> be told that his money is not going to get them far. Forcing um, him to keep a secret from her parents that she's pregnant. Not allow Kobe to give Coben like Cameroonian food because he could choke on it. Screamed at him because he didn't know how to pick up shit properly. <laughs> um, got mad at him because sh he told her to shut the fuck up, which she deserved. Uh, she went through his iPad, saw that he was looking at apartments in Ohio. So that was a fiasco. I mean, the only real thing that I felt bad for Emily with them is dealing with temperature. Because that <laughs> man is a whole nother story. But besides that, like, he's gone through shit yeah. for 90 days. 
Yeah, 100%. And now you're questioning him? Unbelievable. Like, if I was Kofi, I'd tell her to fuck off. Like, who the fuck are you? I would have on day, on like day three. (laughs) I can't. So, my favorite part, though, is Emily goes, well, I didn't want to stir the pot. Like, I was really just looking for reassurance and Kobe just walks off. It's like, so now this is his fault because he walked off because you were questioning your relationship. Spin doctor. She is. Spin doctor making the witches brew. She should be in PR because she is very good at spinning. Um, (laughs) I, like I said, I hope Kobe runs. They do get married next week. I'm pretty sure. But it still looks like Kobe's having doubts. So. Yeah. But that pretty much uh, sums them up, at least for this episode. So who would you like to head over to next of the two? Um, Let's go with uh, my favorites. Jabri? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait for them not to be on my television anymore. Even though they freaking show up on my Instagram page, like explore page, every fucking day. <laughs> I and then like on the 90 day page like obviously I have to follow them and they are always the top people I don't understand just get out of my life <laughs> so fair enough um so we start out with them heading to Joshua Tree um but I'm concerned of did they ever get gas I have no idea also <laughs> like the fuck it's raining in Southern California. Yeah, so <laughs> they're staying at an Airbnb in California. Which, uh, like, okay, hold on. We talked about this. I had to put my book down to <laughs> talk to you. Um, We just, we talked about this last night. How the fuck do they have all this money? Yeah, I mean, he must have got advances. But we always say this, right, about people in general. How do they have all this money? Uh, They just rack up credit cards. So I don't know if Jabri's racking up credit cards. Why not? Okay, true. But like, <laughs> how the fuck does he get a brand new serve, Um, can move to Joshua Tree, stay at this dope-ass Airbnb. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, I'm sure he flew grandma out for it. Like, I'm sure he paid for all of Miona's bullshit that she needed for her wedding. Like, I, how? credit oh my god okay anyway go ahead so they're staying at the airbnb in california it's really nice uh yeah very nice and jabri says how he's very proud of miona for finding this venue for them to get married um which like by the way found the airbnb so he's happy and proud which by the way like what the fuck else was she doing for 90 days like besides trying to dye her skin to be a different race (laughs) like you're proud of her for what? Going online and looking at a fucking venue? Yeah. Congrats. So <laughs> so grandma gets there for the wedding. The Reverend Gran. Yeah, she, she'll be marrying them. Um, also, during this, I wanted to ask, was he wearing a blanket and just cut holes out of it? To make it a poncho. To make it like a sweater? Or was that like made like that? To so, me, it, to me, it looked like a blanket. Granny does say like, "Oh, your blanket's falling off," and he's like, "Oh yeah, my poncho." That's why I'm saying like, did he just buy a blanket and cut holes into? 
into it. I wouldn't be surprised. His fashion is weird, man. He's. I out mean, like he said, I will give him credit. He's out there. In the beginning of the season, he was like, everyone was looking at me anyway because I was black, so I yeah. might as well dress I mean, why not? this way. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's weird though. For sure. Um. So Jabri tells Grandma like he doesn't know if he's ready to get married or not. And his grandma thinks he is ready and he always takes risks and that's kind of just his philosophy and outlook on life. Um, but then Jabri thinks his mom all at the same time should drop everything and be at her son's wedding. And I think that's why he's having some doubts. Before I address that statement, because it really pissed me off. Um, you know, he when he says like he's not he's kind of not ready to get married and then he goes, well, when are you ever? I don't know when you love the person <laughs> and you want to be with them for the rest of your life. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to address that statement that Mahala should drop everything <laughs> and be at the wedding. Sir, you fucking told them two weeks ago that you were getting married in Joshua Tree. You didn't even know a month ago if you wanted to marry this girl. Yep. Two weeks ago, you told them you're marrying in Joshua Tree. Mm -hmm. And then you said that his your parents should drop everything to be at your wedding. Maybe get fucking married in South Dakota where you've been the entire 90 days. Or plan it out like a month in advance. Hey, for the, the it's going to be on this day at this time. So if you fly in the day before, you can fly back the day after. Like... They have jobs. They have lives. Yeah, they could take time off from like work and stuff, but they also need to give a notice for that. Like, <laughs> it's I, it really it truly pissed me off when he said that. Like, well, I'm her son, so she should drop everything to be selfish my wedding. complex. Oh yeah, very narcissistic. That's why they're together because they are both narcissistic yeah. and just like combine. And trust me, I know all about that. So like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fucking toxic and it should never work. John, I think I lost Jonathan. There he is. No, I'm here. Oh. I'm here. Um. So anyway, so he, Jabri ends up FaceTiming his mom and says that he wishes that they were at the wedding. Yes. And Mahala says that she hopes it is beautiful, but she can't make it. She's sad and hurt. But the decisions they've made have caused emotional distance between them. Even though she does want to be there, she just can't be there because of all of the things that have transpired over the last couple of months. And Mahala really just wants Jabri to be happy. She does give her blessing. And you know she didn't want to do that. You she, can just tell she did yeah, not want to do that. Yeah, I mean, she like kind of hesitated about she it. Was like, Jabri was like, oh, like, do I have your blessing? And she was like, Jabri, I just want you to be happy. Yeah. And then he's like, but do you give my your blessing? And she was like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, like, kind of hesitated about it. Um, But she does, in fact, give her blessing for the wedding. And we kind of wrap up with Jabri just wishing that they would be there. Okay, so bombshell news I found out on read it like i was Whoa. insinuating jabri has brothers Whoa! so i don't know and people on reddit were trying to figure it out and i think it is 
I believe they're Brian's sons. Okay. But they all grew up, obviously, in the same house. Interesting. So... The house that Jabri and Miona were living in? Yes. Okay. So, where are these brothers? Like, yeah, what, what Either, happened? like, the brothers don't live in South Dakota, which is, like, a total possibility, but then, like, you don't invite your brothers to your wedding. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's very strange to me. It just loops into this whole everything with them is fucking scripted. Was his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or whatever white? So Yes, the brothers are white. So they probably don't like him because he's... I don't think that at all. Why would... South Dakota? I get it, but... Okay, what happened is in Reddit, there is this news article in like the South Dakota Times or whatever the fuck newspapers <laughs> they have in South Dakota. And... Sorry if you're from the South Rapid Dakota. City Chronicle. I'm sure. <laughs> and it was like an article on Jabri's family and how like they all practice different religions. Because he was on 90 Day? No, or? no, no. This was like when Jabri was in high school. Interesting. I'll okay. send it to you. But anyway, so it quotes how like they all live in the same house and like Jabri is going to like. Oh, Jabri has been reading the Bible and Brian's a Buddhist and Mahala goes to like a congregational church and then it reads uh, the two other sons are either agnostic or atheist but they all get along in the same household. It was like just this whole thing about like how they all like and so my thing is like they all grew up together like they all lived in the same house like unless there was like straight up drama or they don't live in South Dakota, or they don't want to be on 90 Day, which is, like, a huge possibility. But, like, you don't invite your brothers to your wedding? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, they're so scripted. I cannot wait for them to get fucking married. And then, I swear to God, 90 Day, Matt Sharp, TLC, whoever is listening, if you... Put these two goddamn people back on my television, either on Pillow Talk or Happily Ever After or 90 Day Diaries or anything. I will fucking riot. I will go to your offices in New York. No, 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 no. Don't say that. I was just going to say I was going to stand out and protest it. Okay. I wasn't going to threaten anyone. All I was going to say is I will go there and I will protest it. (laughs) Fair enough. Don't be saying like I'm a mean (laughs) person. (laughs) I love this television show and I just think that they really took away the integrity of the show. Yeah. No, I agree. So that's my whole spiel on it. My rant, as Jonathan likes to say. Yeah, I mean... Like you've said before, I mean, they just blew up the NDA and everything else. The entire NDA. They're they're not going to bring them back. From the beginning, Miona's Instagram handle was Miona Bell, which is Jabri's last name. Yeah, they're not going to. From the beginning. They they won't be back. Fucking hope not. So that was the end. We'll probably see their marriage next week. Also, by the way, like. I really wasn't threatening 90 Day or Matt <laughs> Sharp or anyone. I re- Just please like, don't put him back on the TV. Yeah, just please don't. Like, please don't. It's bad enough that you bought back 
the man who will not be named on the next season of Happily Ever After, as well as Angela, it's like, especially after all of their accusations, just please don't bring back Neona and Tripri. Please. Thank you. All right. So let's head over to Patrick and Thais. Uh, first note We're is, in Miami, bitch. Yeah, I was just going to say, sad to see no, uh, no John in this episode. So. Again, two weeks in a row. John John is probably grinding, boots on the ground, selling those security systems. So I'm hope, hope everything's going well with John. So I listened to another 90 Day podcast, which you guys should too, with Kim and Kyle, because they're amazing. But they were talking about how... None of Patrick's family has a Boston accent except for John. Yeah, no, that's true. Good point. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> didn't even point. think that. But uh, but yeah, no John in this one. So yes, we're we're in Miami. We're going on a a yacht party. Uh, Patrick's friends Jeremy, John, and Phil pick them up in a limo. The whitest names ever. <laughs> pick them up in a limo. Uh, so these guys must be like top level security people in Vimit or whatever. <laughs> like how you just, you just like went over the name of the company like really quickly. Well, hey, I don't want anyone coming at me. Okay, true. Uh, so Thais is happy about this, but she's also sad because her family can't really be there, and she's upset that like Patrick just does things and like has Thais along for the ride. Um. And then she mentions too, like how her dad's opinion is extremely important, and yeah, that was pretty much like the first half, at least. Yeah. So they go on this yacht, um, with his friends that are totally Miami rich, <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, because you live in the better part of America, not South Florida, like we do, um, that means that you pretty much are rich to just flash around your money and wear Gucci sweat lines and wear fake eyelashes and just you know show off your money because you have it and you're in miami fake lips fake boobs like just everything fake and you know what's so funny is thais was the hottest looking one there and she's all natural (laughs) (laughs) not wrong um so yeah so then thais also confides in one of patrick's friends wives or whatever Yeah, yeah and it was just weird it was just, and I get it. She like has no one to talk to. Yeah. But it was just like you're on a yacht. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to, I guess, like a female kind of like conversation. Perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. To kind of get like either some advice or like a different look on it, or someone that like kind of sees her ways of doing things. But it seemed like essentially the conversation ends with. If you're going to break it off, do it now because no one wants to see Patrick get divorced for a second time. Which, like, boo fucking ho. Like, people get divorced all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a 50% chance these days. Um, so after we're with, you know, the fake looking friends from Miami, they go out to eat at Cuban Viejo, um, which we didn't look this where it was. Which was shocking. It's Miami us. Beach. I'm sure it's Miami Beach. Uh, foodlookbomb.com, and so do the drinks. Um, but Thais pretty much is like, yo, you're dragging me everywhere. 
Yeah. You're doing everything. Mm-hmm. You're telling me where we're going, what we're doing, this and that. Like, she's like, I'm pretty sick of it. Yeah. She's like, I thought things were going to change and they haven't. Like, she wants to make decisions together. And <laughs> this is where John comes into the conversation. And she says, if we get married, John must leave the house immediately. I, I like these, but I was like, girl. Don't be dragging John into this right now. Give him like, I thought like the three months was, I agree. I thought that was a good compromise. That's why Patrick proposed. But I thought it was funny how she was like, we need to make decisions together, but John needs to move out immediately after (laughs) we're married. It's like, that's not a decision either. Yeah. It's like decision, decisions together are one thing. Like if he makes a decision and then you make a decision, the that's a separate thing. Yeah, exactly. When you make the decision together, chances are there's some sort of a compromise there. If you're just saying this is happening and the other person is like, no, that's not making a decision together. Yeah. So Patrick's like, hey, like at least three months, like, yeah. And she's like, no, we're married. We're not going to have your brother as a roommate. And like what Patrick says in his like individual interview or whatever is like, I got to tell him he's got to look for a place. We've lived together for two years. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, especially now with rent prices soaring. Well, this was filmed in February. So but rent prices were still going up. Like, you know, Patrick probably ended up paying for John's house or apartment or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I thought that was a good compromise to your point. Yeah. And then <laughs> she she proposes that her dad move in with them. And he's like, yeah, no problem for me to have your dad live with, live with us. And it's like, it's so easy to say that because you know it would never happen. I thought it was so funny, though, because Patrick's, like, argument he's like well family's important to me and she was like well my family's important to me too i'm gonna have my dad live with us and patrick was just like okay (laughs) but yeah like you could say that because you know it's not gonna happen but then this is when thais is like well maybe my dad is right and for her it's not really all that simple if she wants to get married or not right now yeah and patrick is like well if he's right like we shouldn't get married yeah and that was like the end of their that scene. That scene. And then we see them on their way to Orlando, Ooh. which like TLC fucked up this filming as usual. They like show them on 95 and then they show like the coastline of Miami Beach when you get onto South Beach. And then they showed the turnpike and then they showed 95 <laughs> again. Like, don't try to trick me. At TLC. I know how to get from South Florida to Orlando. I know them signs. I know my signs. Um. So anyway, so they get to the hotel in Orlando. And then, like, all of a sudden, they're in the room completely unpacked. And they're like, Patrick's like, I'm going to FaceTime your dad and ask for his permission. Which, I told this to Jonathan last night. I don't believe this was filmed in, filmed in Orlando, judging by the outside of the hotel um if you look at patrick over his shoulder like in the windows outside it looks like they're next to like an apartment building which in florida like we don't really have those i mean we do have those but they're more like fancy schmancy skyscraper kind of things (laughs) um florida is also completely flat so we really don't really have those things 
Um, and if you've ever stayed at a hotel in the Orlando area, they're usually not right on top of each other. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think it was filmed there. So I think it was filmed in Boston and this was a little editing trickery, but (laughs) I will end my rant here. Yeah. So they go ahead and call Thais's dad and pretty much tell him everything that's going on. Uh, Patrick asks for his blessing for the wedding and (laughs) he says no and that he does not agree with their wedding. Mind you, they're supposed to get married, like, in two days. So, I don't really know what's going to happen. I think they're, they're obviously still going to get married. But, okay. Yeah, I, I think br- I think so as well. I brought this up to Jonathan. So, Thais says her dad's opinion means a lot to her. And the fact that her dad, like, doesn't agree with this wedding and doesn't like Patrick and everything, like, is really... Um, like straining or draining there we go on her like if she should get married but like she wasn't even gonna tell her dad they were getting married right so does her dad's opinion really matter to her because obviously if they got married and didn't tell her dad like he would be even more pissed than he is right now i agree that was kind of my thinking as well like that's almost like a direct contradiction like Oh, it means so much to me, and he doesn't want me to marry you, so I maybe don't want to marry you. But if he didn't say anything, and I already knew how he felt about you, I was going to marry you anyway. It makes no sense to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it matters, but does it matter enough for you to not get married? That's the real question here. I agree. Well, they're going to get married. feel bad. I hope we better get a John next week. (laughs) I'm sure we'll get John back. He's definitely going to be at the wedding. For sure. Um, I mean, I like them a lot. Yeah. And I hope they can figure it out. We shall see. Which of the two weddings would you like to go to first? Let's go to Ariella and Binyam. Nice. So we start off. And Binyam is extremely happy, super excited because today is his wedding day. And Fred comes over and Binny gives him a, a fresh haircut, takes some of the fuzz off. This man is a renaissance man. <laughs> he, I can't believe he's still working. He? Oh, I was talking about Binny. Oh. I mean, yeah, Vinny too. Also, I cannot believe Fred is still a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Vinny's a Renaissance man. Vinny not only uh dances and raps or sings or whatever the hell yeah. that was in Ethiopia. Um is UFC. an MMA fighter. He was doing welding when they were in Kenya. Um he Barber now. A barber. He sewed freaking Avi's pants. Hey. You you probably teach yourself to do a lot of things because you don't really have income or money to pay people to do things That's for true. you. Oh, yeah. Remember he was so. fixing up the original apartment they were yeah. going to live in, too? Um, you're right about that. And also, like, his parents died when he right. was pretty young. So, so he probably ha- Yeah, exactly. Renaissance man. <laughs> Wonderful human being. So, uh, so Benny gives Fred a nice little haircut. And the they are getting married in the Jewish temple. Um, and then we find out also that Ari has, in fact, 
agreed to invite Mimi and Wish and the rest of Benny's family via Zoom. So that was a nice gesture, even after everything that they've put Ari through over the last couple of years. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. So obviously, if you guys have been following Ari and Benny for a while, like we have, Benny is very religious on the Christian side. Um, but he said, because, you know, Ari agreed to get Avi baptized in Ethiopia, that he was willing to compromise on getting married in the Jewish temple. Um, and, you know, it was nice seeing Mimi and Wish, and they had a little, like, congratulations sign for Benny and flowers on the wall when he FaceTimed them before the wedding. Um, and it looked like for the actual ceremony, they were on like a big screen TV. So I think it was nice to, you know, for Ari to kind of get over herself and <laughs> let them be a part of the wedding. For sure. Yeah. And Benny even says like he feels a little lonely not having anybody there with him. So like that was nice that Fred kind of went over there and helped like Benny get dressed and ready for the wedding yeah. so that he wasn't completely alone and by himself uh which i thought was nice as well and ari you know on her side she just wants her family to stay together and i think that's what benny really wants too so it's nice to see this whole thing kind of come together and i'll also say that benny looks pretty fresh in that suit jacket yeah, so Benny's suit jacket was, like, gold and black and with, like, flowers on it. Yeah, it looked pretty fire. It almost looked like Saints colors. Yeah. Like a black jacket with, like, the gold flowers and stuff, like you were saying. It looked pretty dope. But it was It was like, it was it was like gold foil, so it would, like, glisten a yeah, little. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. Um, Ari looks really pretty in her dress. Uh, she obviously just got her lips done, though, and they had not, like, settled or anything um, before she put her makeup on, so they looked a little rough. Um, but she looked really pretty, and then, you know, Benny sees her and says, like, Ari looked so beautiful, and she really is his angel, which I thought was super sweet. Yeah, most definitely, and then <laughs> Benny's waiting at the temple, and he's super nervous because he's like, oh, she always makes me wait and like all this stuff. Um, but yeah, like Lindsay said, you know, Benny says how Ari's his angel and God gave me this beautiful family. And it looked like Fred and Janice were, were really happy as well for, for Ari and Benny. For real, Janice was wearing this like sequins jacket. <laughs> yeah. She looked fire as usual. I was like, what is that? And then Ari's sister was wearing some like weird ass head piece that no, she like sucks. she it looked like 50s doo-wop we need less of her she doesn't so like so much less of her she doesn't like Benny. she's a bitch like can we just get less of her um please so one thing that <laughs> was really sorry <laughs> that was my rant for the day uh, yeah your, apologies you're one to my like 17 that i have every episode one thing that i saw online which was really funny and sorry if this was you and I don't give you credit, but how Ari was like, oh, the 90 days has been really rough. Like, it, it wasn't long enough. And it's like, yeah, like, we haven't been watching you for three fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> like, try on. to get to know this, man. Um, so anyway, so they meet at the altar. I don't know if that's what it's called in a temple. I'm so sorry for my ignorance. Um, and the 
rabbi, there we go. I was going to say minister. The rabbi says that the, the hoopah. Yes. Okay. Um, is made from Ari's grandmother's like blanket or drapes or something. And then additionally, it was a blanket from Ethiopia. So it was really like, I thought it was nice sim- symbolism where like they're blending their cultures together. Definitely. Um, I thought that was really cute. And then, you know, they go on with the service and um, Benny says like he can see the future and, you know, he really is so happy with Ari and Avi. And I don't know, like I was telling you last night, this was the first time I actually felt like they were in love with each other. <laughs> Which, like, I know 90 Days is all about the drama and stuff yeah. like that, but it really genuinely seemed like they were so happy and so in love and, like, just genuinely happy to be married. Yeah, which I I mean, it's great. I think it's nice. I think things are finally, now that this part of their relationship is kind of over, they can kind of like reset and start to really figure everything else out now that they know that Benny's here and remaining here and, you know, get his green card, his paperwork, all that stuff together. Especially since Ari, over the years, has been so... I guess, like, hung up on the finances side of things. So giving the ability for Benny to now also provide some sort of an income to their family, I think will help their relationship and put them on the on the right track moving forward. And I hope he does go with, like, the welding side of things or, you know, a trade because I think, A, he would be really good at it. And be like, it's really good money in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and then he could also, you know, still practice his MMA or UFC and stuff. MMA career. Um, I do hope he doesn't end up in a barbershop like Jay and Ashley because, uh. you know, we all know how that fiasco We're not ended. getting into that. <laughs> We're not. We're not doing that. I keep, Okay, by the way, I keep John up to date with like all 90 day stuff because obviously he's not seeking it. And if you guys don't know, supposedly Jane Ashley are back together. No, no. Um, yeah, exactly. No. So we won't get into that right now. Okay, last but not least. <laughs> Eve and Muhammad. All right. I got a big bone to pick. Ooh. Another with, rant coming in. With Rochelle? Oh, no. Fuck Rochelle, though. Oh, okay. With TLC. Ah. Or, sorry, with 90 Day and oh. Matt Sharp. All okay, right, so right, they... Right. so. Even while I'm gonna get re-engaged last night. Last episode, yeah. Last episode. Um and what I mean is like last night, because it's like it was twenty three days now. Yeah. Now it's twenty two days. Yes. And her and Rochelle are getting her, their nails done and we'll get into this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's wedding day. <laughs> Where did those three weeks go? Like the past six weeks have been one day. Yeah. Or sorry, two days now. (laughs) Back-to-back days. The fuck is going on? Stuff. We're not seeing it. (laughs) So anyway, go ahead. We can talk about Rochelle, who got some brand new Botox. Uh, So even Rochelle go and get their nails done. Uh, Some seaweed gel for 60 bucks, for sure. Hook it up. Uh, Eve, don't na- talk like you even know what that is. <laughs> no, I thought it was just <laughs> funny that it was sixty dollars on the board for some seaweed gel. Uh, Supposedly they're an organic nail salon. Oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> cool. 
I have uh, a big, okay, never mind. I was going to say I have a big opinion on people getting their nails done, but I'll leave that. So Eve now has two engagement rings from Muhammad, which we find out. Uh, Eve says that she has, f- that or that she had. Well, Rochelle asked her if she had cold feet. And she, Eve says that she had frigid feet and now doesn't have any doubts today. Today. Just today. Who knows about tomorrow? And we don't know because they didn't film it. Um, but Rochelle says that uh, she thinks they shouldn't get married. Um, and, you know, Eve is happy that they've made it through all these roadblocks. And, like, she's really giddy. And Rochelle's like, you know, I was a runaway bride once. <laughs> she says that, but she... <laughs> I'm like, she's She's also saying how, like, she wants Eve to feel like a wife. And not like a sponsor, which like I get, but also like, and I said this last night while we were watching, I really get the vibe that like Rochelle was jealous that Eve is, that Eve is getting married and she's not hundred percent and that like Eve is excited and now Muhammad's excited and like they've overcome all these obstacles and I got the vibe that Rochelle was annoyed and pissed off and jealous of Eve's situation. Yeah, Rochelle is like, you know, the option's always open to call off the wedding. That's what I did. She's like, there's been so many red flags. And it's like, girl, you've only seen one side of this, especially yeah. with your, your fire ceremony thing. <laughs> um, and like, you don't like him. But your friend is in love with him. Right. And he's showing a new side of him or, you know, the side that has been there but wasn't here when he got to America. Like, if she's happy, let her be happy. Definitely. No, 100%. And I I totally agree with that. And then we also see kind of like Muhammad's side of things where he's also really excited to get married now. Um, and he feels supported from his friend Rafi, right? Rafi. If I'm saying that right. But uh, this is at their wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. This so, is like the next scene. Yeah, so the first scene is them getting their nails on Rochelle and Eve. And then all of a sudden it's three weeks later and they're getting married. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the castle or whatever the hell it yeah, was. Yeah, it looks cool. It looked really dope, which like I'm happy Eve got what she wanted. Yeah, I agree. But like, where have these three weeks been, TLC? Yeah, just planning everything, I guess, and things going on with Theron, probably, so they didn't film but, everything. But my whole thing is, at the end, we see how Eve is like, oh, Muhammad's been trying since, like, we got re-engaged, like, yeah. and we see these short clips of, like, him at meditation, and him at yoga, and, like, playing with Theron, and all this yeah. stuff, and it's like, where have these scenes been? <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about this. I will shut up now. So... Like I said, Muhammad feels supported from uh, Rafi since his family's unable to be there. And he even says, like, this is Eve's day. It's about her. Um, And I think what really happened here, too, is, like, he kind of got a new perspective after that conversation with his mom. And it seems like his kind of, like, attitude and philosophy about things have kind of, like, done a, a 180. And he even said, like, we need to compromise on some things. So this was kind of one of the things that he compromised on. They're not getting married in the mosque. However, he did pray, you know, before their wedding uh, about everything. And he says, like, good. with Rafi coming and them praying and stuff, he, 
they're, he's like blending his new life yeah. with his old life kind of like exactly he's still practicing muslim and and still in the the mosque and like you know has new friends and attitude and stuff but at the same time he's embracing that this is a new culture this is a new world for him and you know for eve he'll kind of do anything yeah exactly and then from there we get to eve getting ready for the wedding and she's a little nervous when she sees the dress that muhammad thinks it might be a little too revealing which i don't think it was i don't think it was either i mean muhammad comments on it that like when she comes out it's not a traditional muslim dress but at the same time like he thinks she looks really pretty and all he wants is for eve to be happy yeah he said that eve looks gorgeous and it doesn't matter if she's wearing a muslim dress there we go direct (laughs) quote uh but and then muhammad and eve both start crying during the ceremony they are really i mean muhammad starts crying and like it really touched me I was like, this guy's kind of, yeah. I love you, Eve. <laughs> um, but what was really cute is they, like, involved Theron in yeah. every single part. So they do, like, a sand blending ceremony, and you've never seen it. It's essentially, like, you blend sand, and you can't really... Um, separate it anymore separate i was gonna say dissipate and i was like that is not <laughs> no, the right you, you, like you can't, can't separate, separate it because it's sand and all this stuff but and take it out of the bottle and yeah but it was really cute they involved theron so it was like all three of them blending their lives together and it was really really cute um yeah and mohammed's crying and i was like damn this actually makes me feel like he genuinely loves her yeah and <laughs> even says happy to stay with my original sponsor <laughs> Yeah, I was dying. I was dying. That was honestly the funniest part ever. That was one of the best. Like, this has been good one-liners here and there, but this was one of the best. It was probably the best (laughs) one-liner of the season. But this is, like, my whole thing. And me and Jonathan were talking about it when we finished watching the episode, where it's like, I would have loved the past three weeks to see Mohammed in this light, or just the entire season. Yeah, see like, him. see his progression. Yeah, see his progression, see him um, embracing his life and his culture in New Mexico with Eve. You know, he has this comedy, and he's pretty funny, and obviously he's in love with her, and we never saw that on this season. It was all about how he just wanted a green card. Or, you know, stuff like that. So, I don't know. I truly feel like Mohammed got a really bad edit in this season. Um, I won't disclose what I just found out. But (gasps) I'll tell you after. Um, (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I This episode made me really like Mohammed. Probably not going to last long. But, like, Uh yeah. Should I just say it? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. You guys have to check Reddit if you want to know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I was, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then at the end, we get to Eve's friends saying how they hope that it'll last. The uh, squad. Yeah, the squad. With Rochelle's big ass tits <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Rochelle and Tatiana. 
Um, What's the other friend's name? I forget. Rochelle, Tatiana. I forget the other one. I don't know. I would have to look back in notes from previous Probably. weeks. Probably. But yeah, they're married. Didn't think it would happen, but it Here did. we are. Here we are. So hopefully everything works out with them and that it lasts. Um, and then for next week, hopefully we get... I mean, we have to. It's the last episode. Well, hopefully we get Kara and Guillermo back. We won't. I'm telling you, we won't see them until they tell all. We'll see. And then you want to uh, give us some updates for next week or a uh, little trailer? Oh, like her next time on? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next time on, Jabri and Miona get married. Someone is like four hours away, three hours away. I didn't pick that up. Miona's oh, like yeah. pissed though. One of like his friends. Something I think. like that. But Miona's mad, like mad, mad. And she's like, she thinks nothing's going right. Um, Benny and Benny. <laughs> Bilal. I just wrote B. So my first thought is Benny. Bilal and Shy to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe's having doubts about getting married to Emily, which like. Who, obviously who the fucking blame him um and thais is not happy mm. that's the next time on there's four couples left really hope i don't get 45 minutes of jabri miona like i said yeah let's hope not and then we'll probably well we're definitely gonna have two weeks of tell all and then on to happily ever after and i will disclose this for the third time and then I'll probably bring it up once more when the season starts. We will not be covering Big Ed in Happily Ever After. It's a personal choice of mine uh, that Jonathan agrees with. And there is a big, big, big chance we won't cover Angela. Um, It really depends on her edit and how abusive (laughs) she is towards Michael. Um, But probably we'll just be covering the four couples in it. Um, so these episodes might be a little bit shorter or we'll just need to talk more and you'll hear me rant about other things. So, and I personally will definitely be talking a lot about my guy, Andre and Libby. So of course you will. also Chuck. So be on the lookout. You think Charlie's in this season? I God, I hope not. I hope so. God, I hope not. Them and their fucking only fans bullshit. <laughs> You know how much money they probably make from OnlyFans? Yeah, probably a lot. Which, by the way, we're looking at cameos because I want one from Guillermo, <laughs> obviously. And, like, uh, Andre and Libby charge, like, $100. You know, if it was, like, 40 then maybe. It's crazy. But, yeah, so that'll be for the future. We're almost done with the season. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but outside of that, anything else? Um, I don't think so. After Happily Ever After, we'll probably get the other way, um, which I hope we get new couples. Ooh. And then we'll probably go back into the cycle of before the 90 day, the 90 day. Um, I really hope at one point we get Jasmine and Gino back. Hell yeah. Because she is just pure entertainment. <laughs> um, but besides that, thanks for listening. I know I went on a lot of rants. I promise I'm not going to actually riot against 90 Day or TLC or anything. <laughs> it was just a joke. Please don't sue me. Um, but besides that, thanks for listening. And we'll see y'all back here next week. Bye.